and welcome to Emma's ESL English. Today we're going to talk about conversation topics at a wedding. We recently, over the last three weeks, we've had three videos talking about what you can see at weddings and what you can expect between American culture and British culture and sort of what a plan of a wedding day might look like if you were going along to your friend's wedding. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the social aspect of being at a wedding. In this video, we're going to talk about the key things that you might want to practice before you go to a wedding in terms of what kind of conversations you can expect to have. In fact, one of the great things about weddings is that it's actually full of things to talk about. Whereas in a general everyday conversation, you might be struggling to find a small talk topic to talk to a stranger about, when you go to a wedding, it's full of things that you can talk about. So we're going to cover a lot of those things today so you're prepared if you have to go to a wedding where the common language is English. When we go to a wedding, there are usually three kinds of people that we need to know how to socialize with. The first, people we love and know really, really well. Perhaps we're friends of the bride and groom, or we're going along with our, our significant other. Number two, acquaintances, which could be your family if you don't know them particularly well, who we might have met before, or previous weddings or previous social engagements with family, but we don't know very well and perhaps we haven't seen for many years. And three, people we've never met before. Okay, especially if we've got a bride and groom, there might be a whole family over there that we have never met before. Today's episode is really to help you out with these last two groups of people. Hopefully you already know how to chat with your best friends and significant other. <laughs> I'll leave that to you. Okay, so first of all, we want to talk about introductions. In a normal scenario, when we're meeting someone on the street or we're chatting in a shop, we're probably not going to introduce ourselves, actually. We might talk about the weather or talk about, oh, isn't the queue long or something like that, but we're probably not going to introduce ourselves. However, at a wedding, we're going to be with these people all day. And especially the people who are sitting on your table at the wedding reception, chances are you're going to be with them at least for the duration of the meal. So it's very common to introduce yourselves. Of course, that's mostly just the very normal, hi, how are you? How have you been? Nice to see you. But you might also need to introduce your plus one, whether that's a partner or a friend that you've brought with you, possibly even a whole family <laughs> that you've brought with you to the wedding. So you might have this is my wife and then whatever her name is or let me introduce you to and whatever their name is have you met blah 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 the last two are very helpful if you're introducing two sets of acquaintances so for example at the wedding i was at my auntie was sitting next to me and she introduced me to the people across the table from us who I had never seen before, but she had met at my uncle's wedding, like four decades previously. <laughs> so let me introduce you to and have you met are good ways for those kind of introductions. At weddings, 
people are always trying to figure out where you fit. Who are you connected to? You with the bride's family or the groom's family? Are you a friend of somebody? Who are you connected to? So remember when you introduce people or introduce yourself, mention who is the connection there. So for example, this is George. He's married to one of the bridesmaids. Or have you met Marge? She's the mother of the bride. Or remember me? I'm Jane, your cousin. I don't think we've seen each other since George's wedding 10 years ago. If you're the one meeting someone for the first time, then again, same thing, and just add your connection to the wedding. So you might say, nice to meet you. I'm Jack, the brother of the groom. Or hello, you can call me Sue. I work with the bride. So people just know who you're connected to and how you're related to this wedding. It's common to have these sorts of conversations with the people next to you while you're waiting for the bride to come down the aisle. Also to have them when you sit down to the dining table. You might possibly have them again later if after dinner everybody's standing at the bar chatting. That's another time when you might introduce yourself if you're meeting new people. Okay, so you've introduced yourself. Congratulations. <laughs> What's next? As I mentioned, the great thing about weddings is that more than any other scenario, there is a wealth of small talk topics that you can use. In the UK, of course, I'm sure you're not surprised. <laughs> almost every conversation will start with a discussion about the weather. <laughs> Generally, we prefer sunshine for weddings and it sort of feels like it's it's good luck if you have sunshine at a wedding. So if it is sunny, then you can be happy and grateful and glad about the sunny weather. And if it's not sunny, then you can be angry and disappointed about the weather. Isn't it such a shame or it would be nice if the sun came out, something like that. And as you go through the day, you can collect topics to talk about. So at the beginning, you can talk about the journey to the venue, the venue itself, the kind of outfits you can see, the hats of the attendees, and of course, the flowers. Once the wedding ceremony is over, you can talk about what you thought of the ceremony, the vows, anything funny or bad that happened, of course, the wedding dress and the bridesmaid's dresses too. They're always a big talking point at weddings. And then how happy the couple looked or, or usually what a nice couple they make. Then on to the reception. Again, the journey is sometimes a good conversation starter. At one wedding I attended, everyone traveled from the church to the reception venue in a double-decker bus. So that was a good topic of conversation. At this last wedding I went to, it was about three miles down a one track road to get to the wedding. There were roadworks, there were rivers, there was like a whole obstacle course <laughs> to get to this wedding. That kept conversations going throughout the night. I think every person I met commented on how difficult it was to get to the wedding and how long it took to come down this very long narrow road. So it really was a very common and easily used conversation starter. 
You can talk about the speeches. Who spoke? Which speech did you like? Was anyone a nervous speaker? Could you speak in public like that? All good questions to ask. You can discuss the meal. At the dinner table, there may be conversations about food preferences or intolerances and about how well or badly behaved the children are being. It's a good time to reminisce or catch up with people who you haven't seen for a while, perhaps to discuss the last event that you both went to or what they've been doing since you last met. You can talk about the wedding cake and the first dance. Weren't they lovely? And what was your wedding cake like? And are you good at dancing? By this point in the evening, hopefully you've made some new friends and had some good conversations. You can now choose whether you want to keep chatting, head to the dance floor or go home. <laughs> I'm sure you can guess which one I went for. But before you rush off home, remember to stop at the bride and groom's table and have a chat with them before you leave. Thank them for inviting you to the wedding. Tell them what you loved about the wedding and tell the bride that she looks lovely. Give them both your best wishes for the future. I hope this is helpful and remember that there's nothing wrong with practicing and preparing for these kind of conversations when you're going to events like this. You can practice the sorts of questions and topics that might come up, the kind of question and answer conversations that you might be involved in. And remember, if you get stuck in a conversation that you are really struggling with, maybe that person speaks really fast, Maybe the music's too loud and you really can't hear what they're saying. Or maybe they're talking about a topic that you're actually really uncomfortable talking about. If you don't want to address any of those things directly, you can just find a quick moment and say, I'm terribly sorry, I must run to the loo. It's a great way to escape the conversation. And when you come back from actually going to the loo or faking going to the loo, then you can just bump into someone else and have a totally different conversation. <laughs> if you've come this far, then please like, subscribe, share or comment to help grow the channel so that I can help more people learn English. Thank you so much. See you next time. Bye.